Hello, and welcome to another episode of Actors Inspiration with Amber Wagner. Happy Monday, Miracle Monday, Manifestation Monday. Monday is the best day of the week for me. What's your favorite day of the week? Uh, What do you have going on this week? I will give a quick rundown of what's to come this week. Um, So I am getting ready after this. I'm going to go run out to Hollywood and do my COVID test for um, my shoot tomorrow. And then I will be attending. Gina Davis has this, um, let me get the hashtag for it. Um, Pause. Uh, It is hashtag when we value women. And she has a uh, company and the acronym is LFG. And it talks about all the different ways that women need to be paid their worth, ways by which we can accomplish this. Anyways, at 3 p.m. today, she is doing a webinar that I am going to be attending with Heather. Thank you, Heather, for the shout out and the um, opportunity because I think it's a really interesting um interesting topic and it's something that I will talk more about in the future um, after I learn a little bit more about what her organization is up to but it's uh, hashtag when we value women if you want to look that up and then at 445 I will be attending a casting director workshop with Mary Vanderlei um, she is a casting director um, based out of Los Angeles if I'm not mistaken but I think she um, she casts things kind of all over depending on where the project shoots and then I will have a rehearsal this evening with Raul because we will be uh, shooting a scene on Wednesday for our reels. So I'm super excited. It's going to be a procedural type of scene, um, something that I don't have on my reel, um, especially with my shorter hair. So what does your day look like? What are you working on? Um, who is it that you are working with? Uh, Ogie and I are going to um, jump back into church. I don't know if I talked about this when we when I first started the podcast, but Ogie and I wrote a pilot um, and have an outline for the first season of a show. And originally we had the idea of um, pitching it as something that she and I could both star in and we are less attached to being the stars of this pilot and more attached to just getting the story out there. So we're going to we're going to meet heads on Friday and see about getting this this show called Church Moving and I'm super 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 excited about that. And that goes back to writing. You know, what are you writing? Um what are you doing to create opportunities for yourself whether it be on the screen, whether it be writing, whether you're a musician, um getting that practice in today. Um Let's see here. And then um, I have just total random notes. So a colleague of mine, well, not a colleague of mine, a friend of my husband's is who he is, um, and a coach. My husband used to do boxing and, and MMA. But this uh, great guy named Victor, he's actually made got his first uh, opportunity to fight in the UFC. So this weekend, we're going to watch him fight. He's fighting in Las Vegas. And I'm super excited about that. Um, in addition to that, I have a table read. I have two projects that I'm going to be shooting, three projects, four projects. Oh my gosh. 2022 is starting off strong, yo. (laughs) And I'm not complaining, but what I wanted to um, talk about when it comes to scripts is what I do. And I I don't know if you will find this helpful. And if you don't find it helpful, I would love to know how you prepare your scripts. So what I do um, is I print out my scripts if they don't send it to me in hard copy, put hole punches in them and put them in a binder. And I usually get one with the... um, Mm-hmm. 
a place to put a page in the front. So I'll put the cover of the script on the front, the title page, and then I have the pages in the binder that I can easily flip. I go through and I get the um, little tabs, uh, the post-it tabs, the thin ones, and then I post it each page where my character shows up. And in one of the um, scripts, I'm two different characters. So I have two different color post-its so I know where where to go to start studying the lines of that character. And then I match the highlighter color to the um, post-it color. And then I highlight each character's lines. Usually I'm just one character, so I don't have to double it up. But for one of these, I'm multiple characters. Um, and then what I do is I have a notebook uh, attached to the inside flap where I can constantly be making notes about my character. I read it through and just I just I'm not making any character choices at this point. I'm just getting to know who the character is and I ask questions. So as I'm reading along, as I ask questions, I write them down on the left hand side. And sometimes as I read through the script, those questions get answered and sometimes not. And sometimes I have to create answers for those questions as far as who is this character is. So by the end and by the time I show up to my table read or my first day of shooting, I have a pretty mark up, marked up script and, and um, you know, uh, scratch paper off to the side uh, to help me create and cultivate uh, the nuances of this character. Um, so maybe what I will do is uh, sometime this week, I will take a picture of my um, of my little script Bible and and share it with you if if you think that would be a value to you. And like I said, if there's another way that you worked your work your scripts, I would love to know because I'm always looking for a new way to get better at what it is I'm doing. And um, the genres are all different. Uh, like I said, I'm doing this procedural thing with um, Raul, and then I have a horror film that I'm doing a table read for this weekend, and then um, I'm starting a family-friendly film that starts shooting on January 8th, and then there's another film that's in the works about for couples that didn't fare well during pandemic, and I have been um, approached to maybe be one of the um, four couples. So that is a possibility uh, that's percolating. So lots of stuff in, in, in action right now. Lots of stuff is happening, not complaining, super excited. Um, and, you know, Peaks and valleys, ebbs and flows. Sometimes there is a lot of work and sometimes I have the periods where I'm I'm doing whatever I can to create a lot of work for myself. So again, peaks and valleys, it comes and it goes. The jobs, they come and they go. And um, we just keep busy. You know, we keep busy. Like Mitch talked about yesterday in the podcast, keeping a day job, you know, because there is no guarantee that you're going to be on a long stretch of work. And even if you do have a long stretch of work, you know, the, the jobs pay what they pay and then there's a lull in between and yes if you're in SAG you get residuals off of them but that varies and you know it's it's such an interesting complex uh industry that we are in uh that is um nothing is permanent and nothing is guaranteed so you know be sure and keep your, yourself planted in the ground um for things that uh allow you to still maintain a lifestyle pay your bills all that good stuff because um it's just a wishy-washy industry it just is i want to share something out of um 
Alicia Keys book again because there is a chapter, not a chapter, a paragraph that Oprah wrote in her book and it's in the chapter called Resounding Yes and I love this so much. So what Oprah says is, Alicia came to me to see me at my home. Over lunch, she shared with me many things she was dealing with and I saw in her some same frustrations I'd lived through, being pulled in a myriad of directions with others depending on you, needing answers from you, having their own agendas about what you should do. I have lived that experience to the fullest and really exhausted myself trying to please everybody at the same time. When you're doing what you love to do, you don't get exhausted. You get exhausted from trying to fulfill everyone else's ideas and ideals about who you should be. When you do that, you're not being your true self. I love that so much. So when you're doing what you love, it's not exhausting. It's trying to measure up to other people's opinions about what you're doing that's exhausting, that's explaining why you want to do what it is you're doing, to explain, you know, the explaining is exhausting. But when you are doing what you love to do, that's not exhausting. That's like getting up and kicking your heels. I was listening to um, Smartless, the podcast with Jason Bateman, Will, um, for who is it? <laughs> Will Arnett and um, Sean Hayes. And they were interviewing um, Jimmy Fallon. And they're like, how do you do this? You get up every single day and you're full of excitement and you always give so much to the audience. And he's like, I love what I do. Like what I do, I get to do this. I get to host a late night show. Like never in my wildest dreams was this even on my radar. And I feel the same way about this podcast. A podcast was never on my on my radar. Uh, I love listening to them, but never in a million years did I think I would host my own podcast. Didn't even think that was possible. And now I absolutely love getting up every morning and just sharing some inspiration with whoever needs to hear it. Y'all, there are days where sometimes I have 10, 12, 15 people listening, and that's great because those 10, 12, 15 people got something out of it. And then there's other times where it's like in the triple to quadruple digits of listeners, and that's amazing too. So it's like any time that I'm able to share anything that inspires anybody to keep going, that is my gift. That is my pleasure. That is my giving back because I feel like I I share the wisdom, like I've said before, that I am given. I read a lot. I listen a lot. I just share a lot. I just want to be a vessel of service to anybody that needs a little inspiration on their journey because Lord knows I have needed inspiration on my journey and I have gotten it from Audrey Moore at Audrey Helps Actors and my tribe, Ogie Heather and, and acting class and my friend Holly and like there's different ways that I get it. So I just want to give it all back. I'm just giving it back. And so that that paragraph from Oprah, the part where she says you get exhausted trying to fulfill everyone else's ideas about who you should be. Oof, that one resonated with me all. So I just wanted to share that. And then I will close with a couple ideas about um, approaching, you know, your auditions and always make the assumption that that you are the one they're looking for 
because they want you to be the one that they are looking for. They don't call people in just to watch you be a puppet. They have very limited time. And if you have been blessed to have an audition, they want you to nail it. They want you to be the one. And I know that from sitting on the other side of the casting side of things. When somebody walks in, I look at them with a smile. I'm like, be it. Come on, be it. Let's let's close this casting session. And when somebody falls, it hurts. You know, it's like that doesn't feel good to watch somebody stumble and like, you know, to give somebody another opportunity if you have time, you know, if there's time in the schedule, go, hey, that was nerves, shake it off. Let's try that again. You know, you got that one out of the way. Um, But sometimes you're not given that time. But just know the casting director is on the other side rooting for you. And that your primary focus and attention on when you are auditioning is not fighting for the casting department's approval. It's fighting for whatever it is that character needs in that moment from the person they're reading with. What do you need from the person you are speaking to? And having that crystal clear will almost make the casting room disappear because they are no longer in there. It is you and your partner and what you need from them. And if you are clear, like it is life and death that you have, they have something you need and you need to get that from them. Having that you know, knowing why you are there helps dissipate, at least for me, helps dissipate the people sitting on the other side of the table. And always remembering that you are the only one that can bring you to this character. So yes, there is a breakdown. Yes, there is a description. Yes, there are all these things. But who can you be in creating this character? Bring more of you to the table because you are what is going to get you the job that you are right for. So know that you are enough study, do your homework, make your choices, and then let it go and have fun. Get in that room and play. Because as I've said before, and I've stolen this from a thousand other people that have said it, you're not there to book the job. You're there to book the room. You're there so that they know you exist, that you're creative, that you're interesting, that you're professional, and that you may not fit the height, age, uh, you know, whatever of the character, nationality, whatever it is, you may not fit that, but they're like, ooh, that person is interesting and I'm going to bring them back. So just let them remember you and remember you for being qualified and unique and yourself and uh, a wonderful human being, you know, just, just be you because you are enough and you are what's going to book the job that is right for you. So on that note, I think I'm going to lock it up and close so that I can uh, head out to Hollyweird and get my COVID test. So if nobody else tells you today, I believe in you. Go create some miracles. Always believe that you can. And please let me know what you're up to this week and let me know how you work your scripts because there may be a better way for me to be doing mine. I've got a couple binders going right now. So if there's another um, another way, hit me up. Amber Wagner 777 on the gram. Have a beautiful Monday and we'll talk this week. Bye.